Good morning and welcome to episode 251 of Taking the Charge podcast with you from Cairo, Egypt. I am David Hine of Hine News. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, yes, Egypt. Um, we are. I'm here at the FIBA U19 Basketball World Cup 2017. And it's uh, been a great tournament so far. We are uh, done with the group stage and we are on to moving on to the uh, knockout stage, round of 16. Games are today on Wednesday and uh, and then we're going to have a day off a rest day be- between the round of 16 and the quarterfinals um, have an interview kind of uh, uh, dealing with the whole FIBA um, the, the FIBA presence here um, and so coming up after uh, after we chat a little bit um, basically if you want to get in contact with the show you can go to you can go to the website, uh, highnews.com. You can go to catch me on Twitter at, at highnews, H-E-I-N-N-E-W-S. The email address is highnews at gmx.de. You can go and check out the Facebook group. Uh, that is just put in the search bar, Taking the Charge Podcast. You'll find us there. Uh, and I guess I might as well uh, let you know about Instagram. Um, I... I'm posting some some pics and some videos there. Uh, I'm still pretty new to using it, um, so I don't know. For those who who might uh, be more uh, inclined to 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 do more with it, uh, I am at Mr. High News, so you can uh, find me there. Uh, you can go to iTunes, rate and review the show, and you can go to Patreon, become a supporter of the show. Uh, Patreon.com/slash Taking the Charge. That would be fantastic if you could go there and show your love uh, for the uh, for the show. Okay, um, yeah. So again, like I said, I'm here in in Cairo at the um, at the FIBA U19 Basketball World Cup 2017. Been some pretty good pretty good uh, action here. Uh, some teams have been better than expected. Some teams have been a little bit less uh, less strong. Um, but uh, in general, been been pretty impressed. I don't want to talk t- too much about it. Actually, I don't have loads of time to talk too much about it. But uh, I'm gonna let that uh, our uh, my chat with um, with a member of the FIBA uh, social media department kind of uh, kind of carry the conversation for that. Um, so I figure, why don't we just get to it right away? Um, the uh, this is uh, Kenny Payes, and he is uh, FIBA's. Uh, f- social media coordinator He's based in in switzerland and uh met kenny two years uh, last year at the FIBA under 17 basketball world cup 2016 in saragossa and uh have a have had a good time with him here and happy uh to uh to have him on the show uh so without further ado here's my chat with uh, kenny i uh, hope you enjoy it and we'll catch you on the other side all right so on the show this week kenny pahes the FIBA social media coordinator with me here in Cairo at the FIBA 
U19 Basketball World Cup 2017. Kenny, welcome to the show. Hey, Dave. Um, Kenny, uh, just maybe first, let's let's kind of start off with with your job. I mean, you're here um, at the in Cairo, and FIBA is really pushing more and more social media. Uh, maybe just give us a little bit of a rundown, more or less, what you do on a day in day out basis, and then maybe one or two of the big goals, objectives that you guys, FIBA, had coming into this tournament uh, from the social media side? Yeah, so on the social media side, um, we have um, we, we try to, to have a, a good look of the, at the world of international basketball. And the goal is really to, to show that it's a great, great uh, competition, great teams uh, of all over, the, all over the world. And nowadays, social media is such a big part um, for, for people's consumption of news, of content. So we, we really try to, to have a, a very active presence through videos, to, to news, to photos, to everything, updates on different platforms uh, to give the people the best of international basketball directly on social media. Is there, is there one media outlet social media outlet, I guess we really kind of have to say nowadays, that, that you go to more, meaning, you know, do you look more towards Twitter, you look more towards Instagram, Facebook, is, is there another one that you're put, trying to push? It really depends of the, of the region. Um, for example, uh, in Europe now, you have a big trend of Instagram coming really strong, uh, where I feel like Twitter is stalling a little bit. And yeah, even here, we, we always ask the players what are their social media accounts just to follow them, to know a bit more and to communicate with them, most importantly. And we have noticed a trend that Instagram is going, getting stronger and stronger, whereas Twitter is just uh, f stuck in the middle. And to come back to your question about um, different platforms, you have, for example, in China, WeChat and Sina Weibo that are very, very huge platform with an enormous amount of users. So, and also you have Snapchat. That's a big part for the, for the players, uh, where FIBA is not very active on, but still big social media also. Is there, is there a, most, a social media that, that FIBA is kind of looking to go next one? I mean, you've really established a, uh, a presence with Facebook, with uh, um, uh, Instagram, with uh, Twitter. Is there something else? I mean, you mentioned Snapchat, but is there another one that, that you're that you guys are kind of saying, okay, guys, we need to at least start exploring it and doing more in it? Um, not, not really uh, at the moment. I mean, yeah, we have the biggest presence we have, the way, the more international social media is Facebook. So that's where most of our efforts are. But, um, you know, um, Instagram, for example, added, uh, I think like a year ago, the stories, something really similar to Snapchat. And for those who might not know, tell us what that is. Um, so stories. It's, it's quick photos of video that disappear after 24 hours. And the exact same project as Snapchat, to I was be honest. Say that Snapchat is you see it once and it goes away. Yeah, or right? you can see it multiple times, but after a day, you cannot see it anymore. Okay. So it's copy-paste, to be honest. Okay. Um, still, it can be improved, but yeah, that's something we're trying to play along because we have also a big fan base on Instagram, so we trying to get the feeling of those stories. Uh, Facebook is uh, launched something similar, 
that we're not using uh, so far. But yeah, the, bigger, the biggest platform we have are still developing and we're trying to master that. Uh. <laughs> I'm just trying to think why I don't, I, don't, I don't use Snapchat. I barely know what Snapchat is. You should. Um, <laughs> why, would you, why, would you, why would you do that? Is it, is it a, then a sense of exclusivity that if you don't see it within that 24 hours, you're a loser or not, you know, kind of like over-exaggerated, but like only the cool people will see it. Only the cool people will see it within 24 hours. Mm. And it's, I mean, for FIBA, it's difficult. Even for most company organizations, people really like to follow their friends on Snapchat and their favorite athletes. It's a bit difficult to have a cool, very cool young image, a provocative image with Snapchat being uh, in this position. And also, it requires a lot of resources. You have to push every day, good content, be on site. And as you may know, FIBA, most of the events are during the summer. And what, what, what are you giving fans the rest of the year? I mean, it's tricky. FIBA windows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> That probably won't be a topic today. Um, oh, it's too bad. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we, we know that if Philippines were here, that all your social media would be blowing up. Um, without giving us numbers at all, um, maybe a degree of, of satisfaction with what you've, of what's been done so far. And is there a country or region that you think is doing better or worse? than what you guys kind of expected coming here? I think uh, number-wise, it's very, a very good event so far. Um, we are pushing a lot the streaming and the views are gigantic. I think it's great, really great. Uh, but like you said, we're missing some, on social media side, some big, big countries like Philippines, Turkey, Greece, um, who are very, very active. Probably Australia more than New Zealand? Yeah, Australia still, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so that's the country on, even some uh, in Latin America, uh, Mexico is, uh, and Brazil are big audiences. So yeah, on this side, we, have, we are not that really fortunate with the teams here, but still we have really great name, numbers and very happy with the results so far. Let's kind of move to the action. You've been here, um, you've seen I think you've seen all the games I've seen. Um, we've been kind of stuck in the same gym, not been able to go to the small gym, more or less. Um, is there any team, and, and you know, and you were at the under 17, uh, the FIBA U17 Basketball World Cup last year in Saragossa. So you know a couple of the players that have made the jump up uh, playing underage here. Um, maybe, maybe just kind of talk a little bit about your impressions on, on the teams here. USA is obviously kind of the favorite with sort of a, maybe a C slash D team. Um, we know it's the guys that aren't here, that could be here, um, but maybe just some general impressions of, of what you have seen here. Yeah, the level is very, very high. I think even if you know better than me, I think some U18, some players from the past U18 are not, are not here for USA, for example. Um, but uh, I think there is still a very strong European, very strong European teams uh, behind USA. Uh, yeah, f France, France looks powerful. Uh, Spain also, Lithuania, or as always, 
And in terms of players, from compared to last year, I think how old was Barrett last year in Zaragoza? Barrett was a year younger. So 16. Yeah. So he's two years younger. He had, and he had just turned 16 because that was also June, uh, end of June, June July. Yeah. yeah, I think. I think it's June 14th is his birth, so he just turned 17 before this. Okay. This year he has shown, I think, a lot of maturity. He's putting his team on his back and he's, he's really impressive. He's probably Canada's best player by far. Well, not by far if we have Wingington. Yeah. But I'm really impressed with Barrett. He, he can do it all, really. And Diallo, probably. Yeah, Diallo. <laughs> he's making your job. Uh, he's making you work hard with all the highlights, right? Yes. <laughs> Highlight tree all the time. <laughs> it's crazy. And just thinking about it could be it could be in the summer league right now. But uh, it's great to have him here. And uh, I see a lot of potential in the future for this kid. Other guys? Uh, we I mean, we wrote, we wrote a story about Enzo, Gudu, Sinha. Uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, Rui, Nashimura. Who are some of the guys that, that you know, who, let's say who are some of the guys that you were looking forward to seeing coming here? Oh, yeah. Um, Kuboka, for sure. Uh, uh, that kid, I mean, he can, he has a shoot, is pretty perfect. Uh, he, he sees the court so, so well, he runs the court very well. Um, I think. Litrina is a good one with Koboka, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you look at France and, and you look at some of the guys that could be here, 99s, you know, and Dumbuya. Um, but, you know, you have to be impressed. I, I think that's one of the things that, that I take more out of this, especially when you look at Canada, you look at the names. I mean, USA, you know they're going to be deep, but you look at Canada, you look at France, these teams are, are getting super deep. You know, this is, this is a... I think, I think we ended up calling it a an A minus B plus team for Canada because you know you'd still have Barrett you'd still have Jurisic you'd still have Key Job and you still have Wigington that's four you know you don't have a lot of names but you still would have had those those four guys would have made this team um, and just how quick they've gotten deep um, in France you know you look at 99 generation that's what we saw in 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 in, uh, in Saragossa you look at Yves Pond you look at Board. Um, you look at Bricky. Although Bricky wasn't, I don't think Bricky showed up there. But Blanc was there. Sar was there. Février. Uh, um And uh, yeah, so you see that you know these countries are really developing loads of talent, and I think this is a really good generation for Lithuania. '99 and 2000 a little bit less, but two, but '99 is also really strong, um, even though there's only one guy here from the Lithuanians. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Kobolka, Hashimura, you know, those are, those are the guys that, that have just been fun to watch. Even Lema from uh, Argentina with this game, 22-10, very impressive. Um, let's let's uh, say, who, who, you, who do you, we have the bracket now. Um, I'm not gonna, you're, you're smiling, but I'm not gonna talk about what we, 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 we did at the beginning of, before the tournament started, but... Please don't. <laughs> so you, you look at France, Canada probably uh, show, uh, meeting up in the, in the quarterfinals, uh, a nightmare for, for, for Canada again. 
having a super hard matchup in the quarterfinals. They've never made it out of the quarterfinals, and now they'd have to beat France. And you look at it, you know, if they had beaten Spain, then they're on the other side of that bracket. They're playing Iran, right? Yeah, Iran. Iran today, and then the winner of Argentina, uh, Egypt, then in two days. And it's not until probably Lithuania, Italy, where, let's say, they get a test. And now they... Um, who, who do they have today? Uh, Angola. I mean, Angola is super physical, super athletic. Canada should be should be okay with that. But then you get France. Then you get U.S. Then you get USA in the semifinals. So they kind of screwed themselves. Um, so I have mine. I don't know. You haven't filled out a bracket yet. Um, tell me yours. Tell me what you think about how who goes what. Yeah, uh, definitely France over Puerto Rico, and Canada over Angola. Even if it's going to be a tough physical battle. Um, and then you have the, it's a tricky one, New Zealand against Germany. I had a hard time picking that. Yeah, me too. Because Germany has looked super bad, and they've only looked, oh, pretty pretty good at times. And But New Zealand's also looked really bad at times. Yeah, it's, I think it's really, really hang on on Wanyan. Will he come out or not? He has been pretty inconsistent in the group phase. But uh, I would pick New Zealand, I think. A little upset. And yeah, actually, I have Germany, but it, I, I, like I said, I had a hard time with that. Yeah. Could go really go. It doesn't ways. matter because neither of those teams is going to be in the semifinals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you have the, the you have USA, who's getting better. You know, that's another thing. You know, Iran was the first game, and it was it was an extended training camp game for them. Um, and I think, you know, that would have been a game where it would have been interesting to see um, Italy in that game. Mm. They ended up playing in, you know, yesterday in the last game of the group stage. You know, it would have been good. It would have been interesting to see what Italy could have done in that first game where they, you know, I think they took five minutes to even score against Iran. Yeah. You know. But even yesterday against Italy, you could feel that USA was more serious about the stuff. Uh, it was not a dunk fest. It was effort, a group effort, really. Looked like that. And got to know each other, too, which is key. Yeah, because... How soon did they did they met before the tournament? They the the twelve was named June twenty second. That's one probably the latest team. That's one week. Yeah. yeah, that's the latest team. Canada, I think, is about a, maybe maybe a week and more a week more. Then on the other side of the bracket, you have uh, Argentina against Egypt. That's the other tough one, I think. Yeah, I had I had that was a tough one to say figure out because you know you have the home crowd. Um, you have a team that's been playing okay. There's some bad stats, especially turnovers. If you look at Angola, uh, if you look at uh, Egypt, some of their stats, um, they're they're really bad. This team can be really bad. Um, and Argentina, I like I've liked Argentina the whole time. I know that's a, <laughs> a sore point between us. But this was a this was a this was a team that is not the same team that was at the under 18 Fiume Americas. You know, because you've got Cafaro who's in there. He's nice, big, and you also have uh, Santiago Vallet, who's the young, older, younger brother of, of Juan Pablo Vallet, who was drafted before, like a day before this competition, two years ago. Um, so, do you have Argentina, or do you think Egypt yeah. does it? No, I think I have Argentina. Uh, I've been a bit disappointed with Egypt, but you never know with the with the crowd showing up. Maybe Argentina. Get a little bit scared on the court. And what do you think of the crowd? I mean, they said they said nine thousand for the first game against uh, whoever it was, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico yeah. You know, 
nice. The atmosphere is amazing. Really, when when it's got packed and you have Egypt playing, all the people cheering, it's, and it's a very big stadium. I think max capacity is 16, 16,000. Yeah, it's really impressive for youth events. And even even when they were losing, and I thought pretty far, pretty far down, they were going crazy, you know. And that, you know, like, tip your hat to them, you know. They they brought their that team, you know, back into the game against Germany, and then Germany kind of picked it up at the end. Uh, Spain, Iran. Do you see any challenge on that, or? No, I think Spain has got a lot of confidence after the win over Canada, and should be Spain should go through without major difficulty, I think. And then a, an Italian, a, a, a European quarterfinal? I think so. Lithuania, Italy. You don't think the Asians of Korea or Japan are ever going to beat uh, Lithuania or, or Italy? I, I wish Ashimu was for social media. <laughs> for the social media crowd of Japan. Uh, drops 40 on Italy and goes through, but uh, I think Japan-Italy is going to be the, the best matchup of the round of 16. Yeah, maybe the Germany, although I think that could look really bad, the Germany and New Zealand. And then, so France, France and Canada? Yeah. What do you think? I had a hard time with this one. Me too. Uh, I would say... Especially because you also have this, this bugaboo of being in the quarterfinals too. You know, Wiggins has been playing fantastic. You know, Barrett's been pretty good. You know, I mean, he's a great player, but he's been pretty good here. He's not, he hasn't been fantastic here, but I mean, he's been pretty, pretty good, so. I would go with Canada. I have Canada. Yeah. I have Canada. And then USA, of course. USA, yeah. And then. You said you had Argentina, so Argentina, yeah. Spain. The Latino <laughs> matchup, uh, I would go with Spain. Yeah, no, and, I agree with you there. And then Lithuania, Lithuania for sure. Yeah. So we have the same semi-final. Exactly. In the final of? Uh, in the final, I'll go with USA, USA and Lithuania. That's what I have as well. And? And USA. I wrote down Lithuania first. I wrote it down. You can see here. You're messing with me, right? No, you can see that, it, that there's actually LTU. I actually, I wrote it down, and then I thought, they're going to get that much better. There's still another one one, two, three games that they'll be that much better. And I've been saying the whole time, I, I, I question a little bit the point guards of Lithuania. Also the size. Um, and as good as those bigs are, they're not going to be able, of Lithuania, they're not going to really be able to cause problems against the USA. But I wrote down Lithuania first and I said, nah, maybe I... And, and sorry for Lithuanian fans who, 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 who like him, Calipari is the better coach by far than Griga. Which, which actually, I think that um, maybe today, maybe today, I'm not sure. Maybe today, he, Lithuania's coach is better than a Korean coach. Maybe. A Korean coach is good for what, he, what he's done with that team. Um, but Italy, Capo, uh, Bianco is better than him, and Spain, Gil is better than him, and Calipari is definitely better. And so that's why I wrote it down. And then I thought, Griga? Oh, no, I have to. <laughs> no, it's just serious. But what, what's the what's the advantage of Lithuania over USA? Or 
I, there is none. That's, and that's a thing, too. That's a thing. There's, you know, the, the, the shoot, maybe outside shooting. Maybe outside shooting. They're number one in the, in the tournament right now at, uh, at three-pointers at 39%. Maybe. But you have to hit those then over, you know, 6'9 six, six, to 7'2 length uh, arms, uh, uh, wingspans. You know, where you, they, what was in their group? Their group was, um, uh, whatever their group was. Germany. Germany. Um, Puerto Rico. Germany, Puerto Rico, and, 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 uh, Egypt. and in Egypt. So, you know, there's a different length. So USA. Boring. So we have the same. The same. We have the same quarterfinals all the way down. Man, all right. Um, at least on this side, we agree. Yeah, at least this side. <laughs> but I know you didn't do your, uh, your bracket the other side, did you? Not yet. <laughs> well, I did mine. I did mine all the way down. And I have, and I have who, so who do you have uh, finishing third? Canada or, or Spain? Who takes the, the bronze medal? I think Canada. So the Boring. Revenge matchup. And France taking fifth? It would be France, Italy, maybe in the in the fifth in the fifth place game, and Germany seventh. Dang. Germany against yeah. Germany against uh, Argentina. Argentina. And my bottom bottom four, by ranking, would be oh wait by ranking. So uh, last place is is Mali, then Iran, and Japan would be. 14? Yeah, 14, 13 is Angola. Mark it down! I have to take a picture. I don't know if I should take a picture of this one or rewrite it. What do you yeah. think? Rewrite it? We will rewrite this. <laughs> um, all right. We still have, we still have four days of, of games here. What you're, what you're looking forward to, to kind of close off here? What, what are you looking forward to? Close games, excitement, buzzer beaters. Highlights anyway, no, but um, so, like we just said, some of the matches are going to be really close. I really hope it goes really to the end of the, of the game and we have some great emotion, victory emotion. For those who, for those who want to follow the, the tournament, um, tell everybody where they can follow it on all the platforms. Yeah, uh, if you want, uh, you can follow it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, Sina Weibo uh, for the Asian audience. And that's all FIBA? All FIBA, at FIBA, at FIBA hashtag FIBA. At FIBA. And if you want to see all the posts about the tournament, look at for the hashtag FIBA Uniting. And the live blog. And the live blog, and the live stream. Everything. All the games, all the games are on, 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 on FIBA's YouTube channel, so... Uh, youtube.com slash FIBA and you can go all the and all the highlights all the, the highlights are there but not all of the no you have not all of the the plays oh yeah all the plays you can find them on, on Twitter or Instagram Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook can, no just Twitter, Twitter Instagram. Is, you, you can find recaps on Facebook uh, the best plays of the group face for example yeah and and you can find also don't uh, if you don't have time to watch the full game you can watch all the game highlights on the YouTube channel. Also. Is there a condensed game too? I saw somewhere. Yeah, but most of them are highlights games. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kenny, 
Thank you very much for coming on. Appreciate it. I know we have plenty to do. I need to finish up this show before I uh, before we actually start having to work. It's been a pleasure. I hope you had fun. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Dave. <laughs> okay, fantastic stuff. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, if you're on social media, I'll go to those media channels. Um, I am. I'm running the live blog, so go to uh, fiba.com/slash world slash u19 slash 2017 and right in the middle there's blog so go there hit that and uh, i'm keeping track of the games and stuff like that so come there uh there's all the games are like we said on on fiba's uh, youtube channel so um go there uh listen to that and uh watch the these great games um yeah so i think i'm gonna leave it with that uh, maybe just in general uh, just one other thing that you know I don't want to talk too much about NBA, but you know did have a uh, did really enjoy the the uh, hot dog eating contest where Joey Chestnut took down seventy two hot dogs. Was pretty impressed with that. Um, so uh, maybe we could talk about that next week. Whatever we'll see. But uh, if you're interested, go check out the video. It's pretty impressive. He also has a training video where he uh, he ate some. Uh, I think he had 70 in his training video two weeks ago. Um, it's it's pretty crazy. Competitive eating. Uh, it's uh, as a guy who eats, you look at it, and you're kind of like, wow, this is really weird. But uh, but you know, it, there's, it's a it's a sport, I guess. So uh, I'll leave it with that. Let you know. The last thing is uh, what you're going to be listening to. The song's called "Ain't She Sweet," and it is by uh, Birgit and the Magic Crumpets. Uh, enjoy it. Enjoy the games. Uh, like I said, we're in the knockout stage now, so now uh, starts the real fun. And uh, we'll catch you next week. And she's sweet. I see her coming down the street. I know I ask you very confidentially And she sweet Oh, no way, she nice Look all over once or twice I know I ask you very confidentially And she nice Just, just a night In her direction Oh me, oh my And that perfection I repeat don't you think that's kind of neat? Oh no, I ask you very confidentially And she's sweet And she's sweet. Oh, and she's nice. 
Patrick Bauman, Secretary General FIBA, and you're listening to Taking the Charge. Enjoy. Enjoy. 